0: Ladies
1: and gentlemen, live from down in the Bear Cave Studios, it's a special edition of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, Sold Out, with your hosts, Freddie Aloso and Stevie G. Now, the Sold Out Podcast.
0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are once again live. Down here in the Barricade Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast. So down yeah. with me, your host Freddie Aloso, with my co-host Stevie G. What's up, guys? Let's go! And tonight we have a very special, special guest. And Stevie G, take it away, guys. We have wrestling legends on the line with us. Barry Horowitz. You guys will remember him from the WWF, WCW. He's been all over the place in the wrestling business and he was kind enough to jump on here with us tonight. Barry, how are you doing? Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we really appreciate you jumping on and we're ready to jump right into it. So Barry, tell us your early career, like how did you get started? Like as far as like training wise or what what drew your interest into the wrestling business?
1: First of all, I want to say real quick, uh, I like the name of your show, Sold Out. It sounds like some of the shows I've been on in Madison Square Garden, Sold nice. Out. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, uh, I got started back at a young age in Florida uh, just... Um, Basically, I I saw, you know, a pro wrestling match on TV, and I just, I got hooked. I mean, you know, some kids, they they do, and then it's a pipe dream. It disappears in a year or two, but this stayed permanent. So I just pursued my dream and went on and on and and conquered almost, almost every obstacle. I'm still conquering obstacles, so, or proving myself in this business. It's ridiculous, but, you know, that's the wrestling business. Take it or leave it.
0: Now, when did you start out? Was it uh, it was early
1: '80s or? Yeah, I actually. Well, to go right, you know, to the thick of things, uh, it was hard to get into pro wrestling in Tampa, which is a hotbed, Tampa, Florida. That was ho- home of many greats: Jack Briscoe, Mike Graham, Bob Orton Jr., Don Morocco, the Samoans, Pat Patterson. I mean, there's everybody. Uh, anybody, Mr. Saito, anybody who's been anybody in pro wrestling has been through Florida. And uh, the mastermind was Mike Graham and Eddie Graham. They were fantastic people. And uh, rest in peace, both of them. It's a shame. Um, But... uh, I actually I I was uh I met a friend of a friend of a businessman. I want to give a shout out to Lenny Greenberg. Hello. Uh he's 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 uh passed, but he uh he owns a auto salvage yard and you think oh, what a salvage yard, but it's it's acres and acres and worth millions and he's had it for oh my god, over 30 years and he's got big connections and he introduced me, got me an interview with the great professor Boris Malenko. Nice. So I got a, an interview set up and I passed everything and just started training with him and his sons and Carl Gotch and uh, Lee, uh, Carl von Strohnheim and uh, other various guests that came into the uh, gym. And uh, we would train three, four nights a week, uh, about three hours a pop, about 104 degrees on that mattress factory. really, And about 40 degrees in the wintertime. And we started in a judo school just for about six months, and that was basically just a big gym room with nothing in it but one-inch mats, taking bumps, backdrops, shooting suplexes. It'll toughen your ass up quick. Then we moved to the mattress factory, which was just a big, empty factory that was hot, like I said, hot and cold, and had two rings in it, and uh, learned a lot there. I I stayed there for about a year and a half with Malenko. Wow. And then uh you know, it was time for me to leave and progress and uh he gave me a list of different um excuse me, territories to go to and uh I don't know what made me pick but I just got in the car and drove to the northeast. Mm-hmm. And uh wound up in South Jersey, called up Gorilla Monsoon at his house, asked him uh, you know, I'd like to he invited me down for TV, which at the time was done every three weeks in allentown pa and hamburg pa tv tapings a lot of it was pre-recorded back then right yes oh yeah all all pre-recorded let's put it this way in three days i probably wrestled six seven times and that would go on that would last them for about a month so we taped every three weeks okay at the same buildings you did promos and interviews uh like in the early afternoon and then the show would start at seven and probably go to eleven or midnight. And mm-hmm. I mean I met just about everybody Bob Backlin, Blackjack wow. Mulligan, Jimmy Superfly, Snuka, nice. Rick Martell, Tony Gurria, Saito Fuji, uh my god, whoever else was coming in, um Buddy Rose, Mike Sharp, uh mm-hmm. like I said, Bob Orton Junior, um, my god um just there was i i'm trying to remember every tony atlas yeah uh just trying to remember everybody and at the time how about this one the polish prince oh wow aka colonel de beers yep how about that
0: that's cool we're right question though as you bring this up i don't know if i told you we're up in the northeast ourselves we're in new york did you, uh, back then, were you already wrestling in the Mid Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie, New York?
1: Oh, yeah, I've wrestled there a bunch of times. That was um, I've wrestled there for Raw. I've wrestled there for uh, house shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked going to Poughkeepsie. It's pretty cool. Good little venue. Yeah, uh, we're about, about 30 minutes. Drive? What's that?
0: We're about 30, 30 minutes from there.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. I've wrestled that whole Northeast Utica, Ithaca, mm-hmm. Poughkeepsie, Jamestown uh my god uh syracuse rochester albany you name it all the big towns all the small towns and awesome. they've done that so now working with
0: when you spoke with girl monsoon and you're seeing all these wrestlers where did it get you um breaking into wwf like how do we lead up to that well
1: what happened was i was working for vince senior Okay. And basically just, you know, getting guys over strong, people like Don Morocco and Angela Mosca Sr., and just, you know, just doing that. And then I started getting booked on some house shows, and then finally after about a year, you know, I told Vince Sr., I, I said to him, this is my career, I just don't want to do TV, so I need to travel and get polished. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to go to Portland, Oregon, Jimmy Snuka was there, but the the territory was filled, so... I think this was a blessing in disguise going for Crockett Promotions, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. And, uh, you know, Ric Flair was there. Bob Orton Jr. was there. Uh, Sandy, uh, Sandy, oh, what am I thinking? Um, he was a great promoter, and it just escapes me his name. Gene Anderson, Johnny Weaver, Roddy Piper, Mark Youngblood, Jay Youngblood. Uh, wow. And Mike Rotunda, I used to travel at Mike Rotunda, uh, Ricky Steamboat, Jay Youngblood. And you just learn a lot by listening, keeping your mouth shut, and, you know, uh, watching film and training. I I trained a lot, a couple times outside in a ring in um, Charlotte Stadium with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. He was a a big shot there, too. And um, I stayed there about two years. I was wrestling... Oh my God. Five, six nights a week travelling with uh, Sonny Fargo, Rufus R. Jones, Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. Mostly travel with those guys. And um, you know, you get there, I was first or second match, stay to the end, watch every match. So yeah. that was that was it, man. I mean eating, drinking, sleeping twenty four seven. And, drink and, sleep and, 24/7. and that was... I was that way before that when I was training too. I mean, it was all about I'm part-time job and training. That's it. That was my life. None of this, not going out, not partying. You know, mm. just uh-uh. all about twenty-four-seven getting this career going properly. Yeah. But you mentioned going to the show, whether you're the first or second
0: match. You stayed till the end. Now that's a huge respect thing in the wrestling business that all the wrestlers, yep. technically, they should be doing, especially yep. like you yep. know every show basically, correct?
1: Well, they should be doing that, and everybody should be broken in in Japan. Okay. Then you'll learn to appreciate the business. You won't be a prima donna, and uh, you'll you'll have a, a greater respect for the business, and you'll become a gre- a better worker. I mean, I don't know of too many Japanese wrestlers that can't work. Or you say, oh, they're not that good. I can't think of any. They're superstars. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Now, one of their um matches that stuck, stuck out to me. To was uh when you face ken shamrock
1: you, you want to tell me <laughs> a little about that match
0: okay that was basically
1: that was probably 89 greensboro mm-hmm. coliseum it was a tryout match for ken Okay, that's what that was going on uh he came to the show uh blackjack uh lanza was in charge he was the road agent and um they just said let's see what this kid could do what what could ken shamrock do bump him around uh have a good you know have a wrestling match with him mm-hmm. and his name wasn't ken shamrock when we got in the ring it was like vince tortello or something
0: okay
1: um uh, it wasn't ken shamrock and then he got a tryout and that's the last time i have seen him until they brought him back i guess he went to he decided to switch gears and go to ufc then they brought him back intercontinental champion he left went back to ufc and now he's retired. I mean he's a he's a hell of an athlete, you know, two sports. He did all right in pro wrestling, but uh, you know, he's great in M M. A. He's a legendary fighter. I mean, Hoyce Gracie and he was there in the in the tough years of when there was basically no rules. And yeah. and his brother too, uh, Frank Shamrock is no slouch either. So you know, I have high regard for both of them. I have high regard for the MMA community. I think they're the hardest training athletes in the world, uh, beyond pro wrestling, beyond pro football. Think about it. You have got to learn grappling, wrestling, mixed martial arts. Um, your wrestling uh, pedigree has to be outstanding. Your boxing mm-hmm. has to be outstanding. Your takedowns. I mean, that's a lot to consume and conquer each each technique to its fullest and then be training in the gym too and then be training for a fight it's brutal
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean you mentioned that so i assume you do watch a lot of the mixed martial arts ufc correct
1: yeah i'm yeah i like ufc a lot uh, now yeah
0: i do what's your opinion on some of these wrestlers i'm just going to bring it to current day real quick and then we'll go back sure. but some sure. of these wrestlers, like. Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, leaving the wrestling business, even Jack Swagger now, um, leaving the wrestling business and going to the MMA-style uh, fighting, going to UFC. What's your opinion on that?
1: I mean, that's that's totally up to them. My mm-hmm. opinion, for me, basically, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would want to start with UFC and then go to, uh, like Ronda Rousey did, then go to WWF. Get your yeah. prime years in the shoot fighting.
0: See mm-hmm. what I
1: mean? Now, Brock's a different. He's an exception. First of all, he's a great amateur wrestler, NCAA champion numerous times. Um, but he did it pretty cool. He went back and forth, so I got to respect that. And uh, he's made a lot of money. I mean, he's the only one that did it back and forth. Now, there's some guys that have did it, but it's trivial. Brock has made an impact. He's the WWE champion, and he was the UFC heavyweight champion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, he pulverized people. Yep. So, in fact, I think he's going back again, I was told, to maybe go against Daniel Corme.
0: Yeah, I know there's some uh, things going on with that that uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. Like, there's things in the works, but it's like... It, it, they go back and forth with him. it. It'd be right. a fight I would love to see, but yeah, I don't know if we will. There's Sometimes they, like, blow up it these is. and set up these fights, and it just never happens. Yeah,
1: as far as the other people you mentioned... CM Punk Bobby Lashley and stuff I don't know these gentlemen at all mm-hmm. um, I don't think now this is just my opinion this is how this is me as a person as an athlete as a businessman Okay. I'm not leaving Vince he's, he's the biggest in the world he's a multi-billionaire he's not a millionaire like he was when I worked for him he's a billionaire he knows what to do with pro wrestling it's quite obvious he's made chicken shit into chicken salad He's phenomenal. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He knows this business. He drinks and sleeps it. He's almost a Bill Belichick of professional wrestling.
0: No, I agree with you. I do think he's great. Barry, the only thing I question, the current product. I don't know what's going on because it's, well, it, it's yeah. not as entertaining to me. I feel like he took current. on a lot.
1: Be, be, you got to educate your, author, uh, your audience. It's changed. It's changed. He'll, Mm -hmm. he'll still rise to the top. I mean, never say never in the, in the wrestling business, but he's still number one. The Mm -hmm. ratings are decent. The show is phenomenal. I mean, if you watch that show and watch any kind of other wrestling show, it's apples and oranges. It's night and day. I mean, it's like watching the Super Bowl and then watching the Arena Bowl. I mean, see what I'm saying? Big difference. Yeah.
0: Did you get a chance, though, to check out any of the all-elite wrestling shows yet, the AEW? No, I haven't,
1: but I will stand on record and, and say right now, and I've said it on almost every interview, because mm-hmm. I'm seeking employment with the WWE as far as training people the way I was trained. Oh, cool. I think I was, I was I was seeking them, Jacksonville, and also Impact Wrestling. So if anybody's listening that works for those companies, you guys know me. If anybody says, well, I don't know you, Barry. I need to see some clips. Well, you're full of it. And I'm exactly. not putting myself over, but I've been around. I've got my resume speaks for itself, yep. my personality, my background. And if I have to prove myself to you, it's not worth it. Why do I have to? I mean, it's, oh, I didn't know you could work. I didn't know you could interview. I didn't. Oh, come on, folks. Get a clue. You're a legend in the building in the business. I really think that you are Hall of Fame worthy.
0: I think WWE should be putting you in, in my honest opinion. I I hear that all
1: the time and I give the same answer and they go, Why? Why? And I go, Why don't you ask Vince? Yeah. Well, I did know, I don't know if you guys noticed, and I hope, you know, I gotta put a shout out to my fans that support me at these meet and greets that I go to. And Uh I go to them all over the place. I was one in Florida, but mostly the Northeast is huge—Philly, Jersey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Rhode Island, uh, New York. I mean, they're hardcore up there, and they're very respectful. My fans, and so is Canadian fans. Mm-hmm. And I got a phone call last week that I'm being inducted to the New England Hall of Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame next year. Awesome! Congrats, man. That's yeah, great. thank you. It's uh, it's all over Facebook. That's the only place they're advertising it. So. If you guys want to check it out or my fans it was dropped last Thursday it's a pretty cool little picture and it tells you what's going on and who else is inducted but I'm the first ballot and uh it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool honor and uh it's you great know there's on. only three that are you know legit i mean the first one was in New York or New Amsterdam they moved it to Texas the second would be w w e and the third would be the New England Hall of fame- mm-hmm. so it's kind of an honor um you know in front of your peers and respect and whatnot and uh you know never say never because who knows you never know if i could get inducted to wwe because believe me in 95 as hard as i work i never thought i would get that push that i did with chris candido yup speaking so, of that that was something i was never say bring, never and never give up don't go well i'm just gonna leave and go somewhere else and well you do that and you may uh you may lose a spot you may lose a lot of money and All these guys, unless you got some money and you think greener pastures are elsewhere, where? Like other indies or Japan? I mean, they may be all right, but they're not Vince McMahon money. Not in my Mm -hmm. opinion.
0: Now, Now, you you just mentioned Chris Candida. Candida. That was something I did did want to bring up. Do you want Mm -hmm. to tell us that story? How that all came Mm -hmm. to be, that push working with Chris? Mm -hmm. Could you tell us your your version of how that went? I
1: think what happened was... We had a few house matches, and it got reported back from the agents and told Pat Patterson and maybe Vince, hey, this, we need to experiment with this. This is pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what I think what happened, and it worked. Uh, I wish it lasts longer, but I'm not going to be greedy. I- I'm grateful for my time and so forth, but uh, I think I could have been there another year or two, and like other guys, you could have changed me up or put people over or got another program with somebody else, but... That's neither here nor there. I'm grateful for the push and um it went farther than it was supposed to be. You know, I mean, I was captain of my team at Survivor Series, I was in yep. Royal Rumble, King of the Ring, uh, in your house matches, uh WrestleMania. I mean, I was, you know, it it went really well and uh went you know, besides that Being in the main event at Survivor Series as the Red Knight in uh, the Boston Gardens was phenomenal Mm -hmm. against the Hart family. Yep. Now, real
0: quick, you mentioned two matches, the Royal Rumble and Survivor Survivor Series. Those are two mm -hmm. matches I love to watch every year. How was it working those two types of matches?
1: Oh, well, business as usual, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? I mean, yeah, just, you know. Yeah, business as usual, yeah, up the intensity, um, you know, you're always, I, I, I believe in, my, my thought process is 10 people, 10,000, you work the same, I mean, it will jar you up when you're in Madison Square Garden, it's sold out, or the Philadelphia Spectrum, or, I can
0: imagine.
1: you know, anywhere, the Omni in Atlanta, it's not no more, but any of these buildings, most of them, hey. You go overseas for uh, WWF when you go to London, England, Germany. When I was in Austria for Otto Wants, I mean, you're seeing what you see like at these concerts for um, for uh, rock and roll or country music. I mean, a sea, a slew of millions of people. I mean, it's, you know, thousands, excuse me. But, yeah, it's overwhelming and it's cool, but it makes my job even easier as a heel when they're yeah. like that. in you know, booing me and chanting me. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that's awesome.
0: Now, <laughs> if I could ask, you've wrestled so many guys over the years. And, and we're going to we talk see. WWF or WCW, whatever you want to bring up. But who are some of your favorite opponents, most memorable matches that you personally remember and love that you had?
1: Okay. Oh, first and foremost, uh, Owen Hart. Chris Candido, Reno Riggins, The Patriot, Del Wilkes, uh, Lenny Lane from WCW, uh, uh, Brady Boone, Tim Horner, all the Armstrong brothers, especially Scott and Brad. Um, Wow. I'm just trying to think of others. I, I hit, you know, and then it was highlights of people I loved working with, you know, like Don Morocco. Uh, Bob Orton Jr., Uh, Barry Orton, he was awesome too. Um, Wow, there's just, uh, I'm just trying to think of, uh, you know, uh, I liked working with Tugboat, he was for a big man, awesome, so was One Man Gang, Mm -hmm. Uh, so was Earthquake. Uh, So, let's not leave out uh, Crush, Brian Adams. Oh, absolutely not. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And Undertaker, great big man worker. Uh, you know, uh, um, I'm just trying to think of everybody else. Um, I probably hit Ronnie Garvin. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Pez Watley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you've asked, trying to it. It's just Tito so Santana, Rick Martel, Tony Gurria. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's really cool to talk to you about it because you've wrestled
0: so many of the wrestlers, and I watched you growing up as a kid. Like, it's really Mm -hmm. cool to be able to talk to you about this and, um, you know, be able to discuss some of these guys that stuck out for you. So Mm -hmm. I I do appreciate being able to do this. Um, Oh, sure. It's my pleasure. Now, after, after wrestling, like, Mm-hmm. What is it? Mm-hmm. What have you been up to as far as after wrestling? Like right after okay. you kind of got well, off the. Okay. Well, right seat? now
1: I'm um, like I said I'm seeking my passion, and I love teaching. I love doing teaching. Uh, I like talking about wrestling, the business. You know, um, different things besides getting in that ring and training is about professional wrestling. The way you carry yourself as an individual amongst the the boys, the wrestlers, uh, amongst fans. When you're traveling on airplanes, hotels, um, I like doing that motivational speaking. I like mm-hmm. teaching the technical aspect. I love amateur wrestling. Uh, I like personal training, teaching people how to train with wrestling or weights or what have you. And I also, I went to, I'm a certified nutritionist. Went to school at FSU for nutrition, so I did, I dabbled with that for about 12 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and so now i'm back to that and i've been on the meet and greet scene pretty heavy in the northeast florida yep. um i'm going to south bend next month for their uh last show uh brian costello's a promoter out there in south bend and it's funny back in the day i was on his first two shows and now i'm on his last uh you know his ending show it's pretty cool so that's pretty cool. Brian used to wrestle for WWF back in the day, and he he's in charge of promoting South Bend, Indiana. It's funny, I wrestled Steve Regal, the original Steve Regal, which he uh-huh. was the AWA Junior Heavyweight Champion back in the day for Vern Gagne. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. so I wrestled him, and uh, that was cool. So, uh,
0: now, yeah. what's that show coming? That's, up?
1: that's basically what I'm doing. I stay busy, though. I train six days a week myself, personally. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm busy always.
0: And you uh you mentioned that show that's coming up. When is that show in case our fans would want to attend?
1: Oh yeah, that's uh July 27th. Okay. And cool. um yeah, it's uh it's going to be a goodie. Uh Paul Roma's on it, uh Mario Mancini, Bob Orton Jr. Uh, I don't know the whole rest of the card, but I'm sure you could go online and and check that out. Yeah. So, it's pretty cool.
0: Now, you say that you have a lot of these conventions going on in the Northeast. Um, uh-huh. Is there anything coming up? Because, Barry, I'm not going to lie, not even from your page, but I'm on, like, a lot of those groups on Facebook that only talk wrestling, Marks for Life, Pro Wrestling United, and I see people's Ooh. pictures popping up from conventions, and you are popping up in a lot of them. So I know you've been mm-hmm. up here and stuff. So do you have anything coming up?
1: Uh Not at this time. Like, I just finished up and uh I was in uh, Jersey uh, a couple of weeks ago. Nothing's coming up. Uh, I mean, there's. I think there's a the big event is coming up in November. That's a big show. I'm hoping to be there. I will be uh, working for one of the guys in the Northeast. WrestleMania in Tampa. I'll be there that week. The WrestleMania uh, pre shows. Mm-hmm. And and who knows? There's 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 a lot of stuff. I I've got stuff like uh, in Kansas City and. Um, what you call it, uh, Alabama and stuff that are tentative shows coming up, meet and greets, and um, stuff like that. I was just like I said in Lutz, Florida, which is about an hour from where I live. That was pretty cool. That was that was championship wrestling uh, from Florida Legends Convention. Um, Scott Casey was there. Uh, Bob Roop was there. Bob Orton Junior. was there. Uh, various referees were there and promoters. Larry Zabisco was there. It's pretty cool. Um some of the Florida crew was there. Uh myself was there and signing and uh that was really a cool day. It was uh the promoter is um and I, I know he's your way. His name is Nick. Um, I forgot his last name, but he is a big time promoter in the northeast. Okay. And um I I'm trying to think uh I can't think there's two Nick's up there that actually promote And um, they're mostly, I I think, out of Long Island or um, just, I know, in the Northeast, up that way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. They have podcasts, and uh, there's a lot of different people involved up there. So it's pretty cool.
0: Now, when you do these conventions, I know you said that it's great to see the fans and talk with Uh, them and meet them, sign the autographs. How is it with the wrestlers, though? You get to reminisce with all these guys that you were in the business with, travel the roads with. How does it mean with them? Do you guys get a chance to, like, well, go out after
1: Well, here's how it goes. When you get there, it's almost hurry up and rush. Like, you'll get there and start signing immediately. Okay. Now, I don't know about other guys, but my job is to stay at that table and sign for the fans. You don't want to drift off, and then the fans, they're not going to say nothing, but they're just standing there with their pen in their hand, and you're not there because you're talking to a wrestler. That's not professional. You know, you have a customer to take care of and a fan, and I don't move. If other guys come near me, I, I say hello to them and stuff, but my fans come first. And uh, if there's time afterwards, fine, but there's times I have went to conventions and they go, you know, Jake was there. I go, what? I didn't see yeah. Because we're moving so fast, we're on the other side, there's so many people. And then when it's time to go, they're either headed towards dinner or on an airplane. So gotcha. you don't have time to do what you think you have time to do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, on a side note, some of those people I don't even want to see. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> they awesome. got permanent
1: heat with me. All right. They know, they know who they are. <laughs> and some some people, people just don't know how to know let things go. Yeah, exactly. Or time to grow up, guys.
0: Exactly. exactly. All, All right. right. Now, know, before we go, sometimes mm-hmm. what we'll do is we'll just ask some random questions so people can get to know sure. some personal things about you. So okay. I'm just, just going to ask a couple... First, First one, uh, you can name more than, than one, Barry. Um, favorite movies. Something I like mm-hmm. if it comes on TV. You're, you're like, like, oh, my God, God I'm just going to watch it from where it is. Oh, you know? sure, sure. Uh, Tombstone. Nice.
1: Expendables 1, 2, and 3.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A Few Good Men. Awesome. Uh, the Great Outdoors.
0: Oh, my, my God. John, John Candy, right? Uh,
1: trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Get Get Carter. Um, uh, Crazy Heart. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, country music. Yep. Um, oh, there's there's much more, I'm sure. But uh, I, I think I, I hit some heavy. Uh, the Wrestler with Rick, Mickey Rourke.
0: Awesome movie.
1: So, so great. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm a fan of the original movie called The Wrestler back in the day. Okay. That was cool. That was with Vern Gagne. He was okay. like the main event against Billy Robinson. And that thing was cool. I mean, when you watch it now, it seems cheesy. But mm. back in the day, when you're watching in the theater in in Florida, when I was about who knows, fifteen or sixteen, you're overwhelmed, like you're going, "Whoa!" You know. So and that may be even a hard copy to get. Probably have to watch it on YouTube or what have. Yeah. You. <laughs> Everything's so, uh, on
0: YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what's another great documentary is um, "Bigger, Stronger, Faster," basically the Mike Bell story. Okay. okay. Yeah, his brother Chris Bell did it. I think he did a great job because I was watching it, and when they were showing the gym in Santa Monica and the parking lot, I've been there, done that. I've trained there when uh, Vince would we'd go there and wrestle in um, L.A., and I trained at the uh, famous uh, Goals Gym in Venice, and uh, it's pretty interesting. And uh, Chris did a great job. I never met him, but I knew Mike Be- Mike Be- Bell very well because he was always. They would always use him in enhancement matches in Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got to know him. And he's a good kid. It was a, It's a shame how he passed. But uh, yeah. the Bells are good. I don't know them all. But I still have high regard for them. Mike Bell was a super guy.
0: Now, you, you mentioned, mentioned documentaries. documentaries. I'm just curious. curious. On the yep. channel Viceland, have you checked out this show yep. Dark Side of the Ring yet?
1: Uh, yes. It's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Some of that I knew some of it I didn't know. Yeah. So it's pretty so most of it is pretty factual. Um I knew about the whole Bret Hart thing. I knew that yep. I'd seen the Beyond the Shadows. I, I know that whole scenario. Um the Gino Hernandez one, uh, that was interesting. Uh I remember when he was, you know, they were he's a superstar back in the day. Yeah. Um, the Fabulous Moolah one was pretty cool. That was interesting. I've he- met almost all of those girls. Almost all of those girls back in the day, Vince mm-hmm. would have them on a show like for an odd match, you know, like have a woman's match or a woman's tag. And I think I met every midget in the business, too. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, Fabulous Moolah, that's
0: the only one I haven't seen. I had to watch that yeah, one. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. But yeah, Tony, you mentioned Tony Atlas earlier. I know he's been on a couple of those. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Tony Atlas is a good guy, yeah. So, Early, um, nice guy friendly guy
0: so next one TV yep. show what's a TV show that you'll binge watch or you have to watch every week kind of deal
1: oh ha, ha. okay America's Got Talent nice they've had a the lot voice. of great acts this, this season American uh, The Voice uh, uh, American Idol Yep. The Housewives of Beverly Hills
0: okay you're into a lot the of Howl- the reality the scene The Housewives
1: huh? of the OC Uh, I love uh, Young Sheldon, Mm -hmm. Mom, Uh, let's see what else, Uh, of course my CMT, my country music television and uh, interviews in the Hot Country Countdown every week, Uh, I'm sure there's other shows I just off the top of my head can't think. I think I, may, I named my, my main ones that I like. Uh, I like New Amsterdam also. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool show. Uh, now, how, yeah.
0: about, how about music? Either oh. favorite musicians or songs or music that you work out to?
1: Sure. When it comes to music I work out to, it's all about Motley Crue, Van Halen, Cinderella, uh ACDC, Quiet Riot, uh Bon Jovi, uh... Asia, uh Wow. All of those eighties and nineties. I uh, just John Waite, uh I love that. Now when it comes to just chilling, it's all about the country music. All nice. of it. By the way, Barry Hartwitz was in a number one country music video in ninety five, the video of the year on CMT by Joe Diffie, pickup man. Gotcha. so you could see me in there about four times i'm the guy with i'm the guy in the black tank top with the billy ray cyrus mullet that i had before billy ray did nice
0: now oh yeah you mentioned country i'll just say i've recently got into country in the last couple months so who are some of the guys that you listen to that i could listen to like because i i have my select few but i'm really getting into it
1: well i listen to almost everybody but my favorites uh I lo- I, yeah, Blake Shelton, Kenny Chesney, yep. Alan Jackson, Alabama, Rascal Flatts, uh, Tanya Tucker, uh, almost all uh, the girls in country music, uh, they're all good. Everybody's good in country music. I mean, Carrie Underwood, uh, Kelly Pickler, they're, they're mm-hmm. all good. But what I heard tonight, I'm dropping this on live radio, after 13 years of being absent, the Dixie Chicks have a new album coming out very soon really
0: yes sir that's That's cool you heard it first so one more question before we wrap when you know we know you're into wrestling you told us what you're doing now sports aside from wrestling what sports are you into and what are some of your teams
1: okay that's easy uh basically so we won't count ufc or anything like that, so we're just, I, I, I do like the Olympics, the Summer and Winter Olympics, um, but my I love NFL, and my team is the Patriots.
0: Awesome. All right.
1: They're the best. They're the best, the best quarterback, the best coach. I do like the Packers. I do like, I, I'll liking, I will like my Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they get rid of Jameson Winston and
0: mm-hmm. put a
1: real quarterback in there. I love Peyton Manning. I love the Colts. I like the Raiders because John Rudin's the coach of the year. Uh, yeah, I like the Jaguars. Um, you know, I like uh, I like a good now. I'm getting on this uh, Browns bandwagon because I think they're going to make the playoffs, and the Raiders will too. And, of course, the Patriots will win their seventh ring this year.
0: Oh, Mark my words when I talk to
1: you again. I go, I told you. <laughs> Didn't I tell you a few months ago that they're in the playoffs and they're going to win? Brady's going to have seven rings and possibly not retire.
0: Yeah, I mean, Barry, I'll be honest, even though we're friends and everything, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm not a big Patriots fan. But right. I got to agree I with do, you. I, I Cleveland. do like
1: Eli Manning. What happened? And I do like Tom Coughlin. Yep. So. But Giants still got a lot of work to do. They really do. Yeah, they do. They do. So there are a lot yeah. of teams got a lot of work to do, but yeah. except the Patriots, they know how to do a lot of work. Always, twenty four no, seven. That's true. The mad that's scientist, true. Bill Belichick.
0: <laughs> all all right. right. Well, before we go, Barry, we usually give you a chance now to shout out. How can people follow you on social media? If you want <laughs> to give them all the avenues yeah. of how they can follow yeah. You yeah, sure. Barry just, uh, just follow my Facebook. Uh, there's
1: uh, posts there. There's pictures there. You can get tagged in there. Also, go to barryharwitz.com, WWE.com, MrTechnical.info. uh... Search engine. Just put in Barry Harwitz and anything on YouTube, and something will pop up and gives you my Wikipedia. I mean, anything you want to know about me in depth is probably uh, on social media. All right. To so from from back in the day. Stretcher Jack Hart in Florida Championship Wrestling when he was the Florida champ to to when I was uh the European champ, um uh, in um Austria when I defeated Franz Schumann and shocked the friggin' world, I think. Mm-hmm. I think when I won that match with a submission of the octopus, I didn't hear a pin drop in that audience. You would really? think I I slapped Jesus in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, man. Uh that's that's everything and uh yeah, everybody could do that, and if anybody else is listening to promoters, I'm very serious about this training, and you guys know who I am, and uh, you can give me a tryout and go for it because I'll pass that tryout. I'm not I'm not even worried about it because uh, I won't mention names, but I know some of the people that are training in these various organizations, and uh, some of them don't know a wrist lock from a wristwatch. So <laughs> I'm not saying all of them, but, you know, you're there and I'm at home? No, nah, I don't think that makes sense, bro. Mm-hmm. So, and another thing, guys, there's a lot, there is a lot of great wrestlers out there, but Barry Horowitz wrestles great.
0: Facts. Yep. Barry. Just saying. Just saying. Barry, as we discussed earlier, we definitely are going to want to have you on again, and we could do this over again and speak so much more. We thank oh, you so yeah. much for I giving love us it. a chance. Like, yeah, thank you man. for coming on the show with us. Sure.
1: I love being on sold out shows. They're all sold out. Absolutely. All right, guy. Well, we will catch up with you soon again. Thank you for coming on bro. Thanks guys. I appreciate your time and uh, I love being here and uh, to all my fans shouting out, thanks and hello and keep on supporting and coming
0: out. And uh, that's about it. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. Sports frenzy podcast sold out. Universe, check out Barry harwitz Facebooks. So he dropped the websites, YouTube. You can find him all over the place. So check this guy out. You know he's coming up to the Northeast some point soon. Cause he's doing all these conventions and he's still doing shows. So check him out, guys. Thank you again, Barry, for coming on. We appreciate it. You have a great night. thanks, guys. All right, thanks. bye now.